gums at each other. Any chance they get. The fight clock is brought to you by Modelo. It's time for you to sit back, relax, and listen to a complete and fucking utter armchair expert give his completely and utterly useless opinions on the one hell of an amazing sport that is MMA. G'day guys, um, we've finally done it again, we've, we've waited for two long years and now we've finally got our events down under, we of course had the first one in February, UFC 284 in Perth and uh, now we've got UFC 293 in Sydney. UFC Sunday, where it actually is Sunday, back in the land down under, in uh, uh, well, le- yeah, less than, yeah, less than twenty four hours, um, at this point, um, so very bloody excited for that indeed. But I think I'll just start this podcast off by very quickly. Recapping UFC 292, which of course just went down uh, at the, uh, uh, which, sorry, which just went down last month um, uh, in Boston, uh, which of course culminated in uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley dethroning Aljamain Sterling for the bantamweight, I believe it is. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it is a bantamweight, 135 pound championship um and yeah um where it, uh, it was it was a clinic from where to go um aljo just for once he actually didn't use what he's good at grappling i i thought for sure it was going to be another trademark aljo fight um you know keep him long uh, sorry keep keep uh, keep his distance, um, you know, use his reach to his advantage and uh, just grapple. But no, he didn't. Uh, he wanted to go toe-to-toe and it was impeccably timed. Uh, Aljo threw a strike that missed and um, Sugar Show took advantage of that, threw a strike, uh, th- took advantage of Aljo having his block down, threw a strike uh, that put Aljo on his ass. Um, and, uh, got him with ground and pound, I believe it was, um, to claim the championship in front of the Nelk boys, in front of Dana White, in front of, yeah, it was definitely a very, very sick moment, uh, just to line it all up with, uh, all of 2023 sick moments. But of course we also had, uh, Wei Li once again, defending her belt, what a warrior, um, and of course, Chris Weidman got a win, uh, to end off the prelims. Um, although Dana White told him he should retire and, you know, it's hard not to agree because Anderson wasn't the same, uh, after having the same leg break done to him by Weidman and yeah, it's sad, but anyway, the, the end comes in this sport and it's, 
unfortunately very sudden and violent usually. Um, not many people get to go out like um, Amanda and Khabib did. Um, but anyway, guys, just wanted to recap recap that very quickly um, because that was an awesome card and an awesome fight. Um, and I watched it in comfort um, at a nice pub. Um, just wanted to definitely recap that before I start off talking about uh, UFC 293. Um, and I'm going to take a break now, listen back to this, make sure it recorded all right. And when we come back, UFC 293 from the land down under. All that and more when I come back. Before I talk about um, UFC 293, I want to start off talking about the press conference um, because it was one of the few um, that I honestly actually watched um, before the fight um, because I was frankly looking forward to it um, because I knew it was just going to be fireworks between... Uh, Izzy and Strickland, uh, given how their uh, UFC 276, which I just remembered, uh, that was the card that they last had the interaction on, and I believe Volk fought on that card. I think he did, but um, yeah, I, I just remembered that was the press conference that they had that interaction um, at. Um, but yeah, I was highly anticipating this pre uh, press conference because of that. Um, and... Look, to be honest, it delivered, but it also didn't deliver. Um, Strickland was, you know, getting into him from where to go, you know, calling him the Chinaman, uh, you know, saying he sold out to the CCP and all that sort of stuff, going at the nail polish, which I expected, um, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Izzy was cordial at first, although he did um, later on go at Strickland for signing a Monster Energy deal. He's like, oh... You sold out to Monster Energy. Let's t you, you. You could tell us all about that. And the best line he uh, he he had was when Strickland talked about, um, you know, uh, oh, I want to bring some pride back to the middleweight division. Blah blah blah. Um, the best line is he had was uh, when and and also it, <laughs> uh, Strickland mentioned how oh you're a Chinese champion and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> the best line he had was, yeah, I'm a Chinese champion, I'm an African champion, I'm a New Zealand champion, guess what, I'm a world champion, that's what being a world champion is, <laughs> that was the best line he had, but funnily enough, the, um, the, the press conference got it at its most hated when, Oh, God, I forgot his name. Cade, I think, something like that. Uh, it was like a Lebanese fighter who was meant to fight Kaikara France, but Kaikara France got a concussion, although Kaikara France was in the audience, and he chucked a water bottle at him, and Izzy, being Kaikara France's teammate, um, started defending him, and Taito Ivaza had to tell them both to settle down. <laughs> uh, speaking of, by the way, Bam Bam looked low-key fly, honestly, with his new haircut and bloody nice shirt on and all that kind of stuff, you know, fight in front of his hometown crowd, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a great moment, um, uh, and, and also, of course, Tyson Pedro, um, you know, a couple other Aussie fighters on the card, um, Justin Taffa, um, yeah, man, it was, you know what, yeah, it, it, it didn't quite get as savage as I thought it would, but you know what, it was still an enjoyable watch, 
um, nonetheless. But anyway, UFC 293 in the land down under. I'm just going to look it up now to make sure I can talk about the card properly. Of course, it's at the Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. That is Q-U-D-O-S, not uh, Kudos or Kudos. That not, not Kudos is in C-U-D-O-S. I uh, should clear that up. Um, yeah, Ma- Manal Cape. Cape, sorry. That was the guy who threw the um, water bottle. Um, he's a Portuguese. He's from Portugal. Oh. That's funny. He shouted out. He shouted out his uh, Lebanese guys. But of course, as I mentioned, uh, we've got uh, Tyson Pedro um, fighting on the card. Um, uh, as I mentioned, we've got Justin Tafa, Manuel Cape, <clears throat> Bam Bam versus Alexander Volkov. They're saying uh, Bam Bam's going to lose. He's the underdog um, against. Alexander Volkov. I mean, I could see why they're saying that. Um, the Russian kickboxer, who I believe was the last fight Alistair Overeem ever had, I think, in the UFC, uh, was Alexander Alexander Volkov. Um, Alexander Drago Volkov. Oh yes, but of course, the main event for the UFC middleweight title, Israel, the last style bender at Asanya. Versus Sean Strickland. It of course was supposed to be um, Izzy versus Duplessis after what happened uh, with Whitaker on two ninety, um, but it ended up being Sean Strickland. Um, I'm happy for Sean, man. Like I said in the last podcast, he's been chasing this fight for a while. Um, it's going to be interesting, honestly, to see what happens. Um, Strickland. Izzy should absolutely not be taking him lightly, um, and he said he isn't, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, Izzy, of course, being the champ, is the favourite, um, and Strickland's apparently paying quite a bit. Um, Bam Bam and Volkov, I've got no idea what's going to happen in that. Um, all I know is it's going to be a scrap like all Bam Bam fights are, but, um, yeah, man, uh, that, that's UFC 293. Unfortunately, it's not overly stacked, um, which is why I'm not all that sort of sad that I didn't end up going um, because it would have cost a hell of a lot of money um, for a card that isn't really all that stacked, if we're going to be honest. Um, you know, it would have been nice if they could have had, you know, Jake Matthews on it. And, uh, yeah, Jake Matthews on it. would have been nice if they could have had Volk on it. Um, you know, all the guys, I'm sure they'll get Volk on, you know, the next Sydney card or whatever. Um, he'll probably be, yeah, he'll probably be the headliner. Um, but here's the thing I don't get. Jack Della Maddalena, the, the guy who came out, the guy from Perth who came out to TNT at 284, is fighting the week after this card. You've got a card in Australia that's not all that stacked and you put a guy like him on a fight night the week after. I don't get that. Personally, I, I don't get that. But, um, yeah, it is what it is, man. Look, I wish it could have been more stacked and more eventful. Um, but, of course, you know, we, we, we'd been waiting since uh, 2019 um, for an Australian event. Um, 
and now we've got two in one year. So, look, um, I suppose we should take what we can get. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I also hope the next Aussie card's in Melbourne. Uh, let's fuck, even though we've had a lot. <laughs> let's fucking go. Um, but, yeah, that's UFC 293, guys. Um, uh, got no idea what's going to come of it. But anyway, it is in the land down under. And of course, um, I love it being in the land down under. I actually did forget to mention, talking about the press conferences, I loved how Sean Strickland was just giving props to Australia. I loved it. Loved it. You know, we, we are... I, I saw a post, and I think I shared it, saying, oh, the Aussies are taking over at USC 293. We are, man. You know, that, that press conference, and probably the Perth one as well, showed me, man, we love this shit. That there is a big UFC fan base here and we love entertainment and clearly the UFC can see that, which is why they got way more um uh, events coming up in Sydney and they actually mentioned that. Um or John Anik who hosted the press conference mentioned it. Um but yeah man, um I, I can't wait to see what the future holds because of course we've got a lot of Aussie fighters and yeah we appreciate entertainment man. Like I said, um Hope the next card's in Melbourne. I, although I wouldn't begrudge Brisbane getting one. Um, a big card, of course. Um, like Chris Min said, uh, why should it all go to Melbourne, even though I am from Melbourne? But anyway, guys, going to take a break. And uh, when I come back, um, going to mention a few other worthy topics, including some upcoming fights. I am... Uh, excited for because there's a couple of uh bangers coming up of course um and uh yeah we're just going to talk about all, all that and more and you know as always and then we'll end the podcast off and then i'll mix and master it and uh put it out but uh yeah guys all that and more when i come back actually just realized listening back to uh that that there's two key things that i forgot to mention uh, when it comes to the press conference. One is talking about uh, Cape and uh, Lebo fighters, one of the other best lines <laughs> from the press conference was when fucking Bam Bam said something like, <laughs> this <laughs> this guy, this guy hangs with <laughs> Lebo, this guy hangs with Lebos for five minutes and thinks he's a tough cunt. Oh man, Bam Bam's a legend. Oh, I love him, man. But um, the the other the other thing that I wanted to mention about it that I forgot to, uh, was that they made a point of um uh, mentioning those former fights. Like they asked, is he like, oh, you haven't fought since twenty nineteen, um, which is of course, UFC two forty three, the first Whitaker title fight that I've mentioned before. That I'm so sad that I that I missed, um, and. W- Izzy actually said, I think a lot of people are still salty about 243. Um, which, hey, I think a lot of people probably think uh, he shouldn't have beat Whitaker, even though he knocked him out. Um, but the other thing was, uh, someone mentioned... Um, who was it to? Was it to Izzy? It might have been, but someone said... Someone said the last... Oh, that's right. No, it was to Izzy. It was to Izzy. They said the last um, UFC card in Australia that ended in 9-3 was, was UFC 193. And they mentioned where uh, 
Holly Holm had the historic head kick heard around the world against uh, Ronda Rousey that really, let, let's be honest, ended a dominant run. Like, Ronda was never the same after that. Um, but they, they mentioned that and they said, um, do you think you're going to have the same sort of result against Sean Strickland on Sunday? And it sort of got me thinking. We're, it's literally been 100 cards since... UFC 193 went out, UFC 293, and they they both were in Australia. Funny that. Funny that. Who knows? Maybe UFC 343 <laughs> will be at um be will be in Melbourne again. Who knows? Um maybe maybe uh maybe the UFC's got a bit of a bit of a sense of uh bit of a sense of I, I don't know, bit of a sense of a sign on that sort of stuff. But um just wanted to end it off uh, talking about two things. One is upcoming fights that I'm keen on. Of course, with uh, the next card, you'll see 294 in, I believe, Abu Dhabi, which I'm not keen on because it'll mean I'll probably have to stay up or get up early again to watch it, is, of course, uh, the rematch from the UFC 280 uh, fight, which was again in Abu Dhabi, I think. Um, Charles Islam 2 uh, for the lightweight strap. Um that's going to be a banger. Very keen for that. And then, of course, UFC 295, Madison Square Garden, which I think the I think uh, Izzy getting beaten by Pereira there was in November last year again, was it not? So they're having two cards in two years in a row in November in New York, or it could have been it was either September or November. I I could be I could be mistaken. Um, USC 281, I believe it was, the number of memory serves me, and then 287 was the one that Izzy got the belt back on. Um, but, yeah, USC 295 in Madison Square Garden in New York City, the world's most famous arena, Johnny Bones takes on Steve Amiocic. That'll be not missed, ladies and gentlemen, and you'll bet, you, you could bet that they'll try and stack those cards, or that card. And as I think I mentioned in the last podcast, Connor keeps saying he's going to be fighting in December. Now he now actually shared a screenshot of what looked like a UFC Fight Pass page, saying UFC two ninety six McGregor versus Chandler uh, with a countdown. Um, who knows how true that is or not? Um, uh, would be, of course, insane if he managed to fight in December. Although I don't know if it'll happen. Um, but if he doesn't fight in December, you can bet your bottom dollar they'll try their hardest to get him, Jones, and all the other big names, including apparently Brock Lesnar, which is a rumour I've heard. How true that is or not, who knows, although I must say you'll see 100, 200, and 300. You know, it would be fitting, wouldn't it, if they could get Brock? Who knows? Um... But, yeah, uh, if Connor doesn't fight in December, you can bet your bottom dollar they'll be trying their hardest to get him for UFC 300. Um, which, by the way, still so crazy to me that we are almost up to UFC 300. Like, my lord. Um, just ended the podcast off uh, prematurely without realising that I forgot to talk about the second thing that I was going to talk about, which is that I finally, uh, I of course mentioned on a previous episode of the podcast um, that I'd watched the 
McGregor Forever docuseries, which of course chronicled everything post, uh, basically him fighting Floyd Mayweather. Um, but I finally managed to get around to watching the Notorious movie, which was made in 2017, and basically chronicled, uh, chronicled everything that happened before that. Um, uh, you know, the basically it was it was pretty much everything from the Aldo fight or what was supposed to be the Aldo fight right up until Mayweather. And um, I think I posted about it. I posted a video on uh, the social medias for the podcast. And I just, I just said to myself, man, you really forget just how special that run was until you look back on it uh, in something like that. You know, all the stuff that Connor did, um, you know, but you, of course, um, also kind of unfortunately forget that um, half of it happens sometimes, given everything's so different now, um, uh, which is kind of a shame, but I guess it is what it is, you know. Like I've always said, um, you know, I probably wouldn't treat fighting the same if I got a $130 million payday either. Um, I probably wouldn't have the same hunger and all that kind of stuff. Um, um, you know, and, and it sort of makes you realize even more that he, he should have really gone out on a high note, to be honest, like the cowboy fight would have been just a nice way to go out, you know, gone out on a win, you know, with the Irish flag behind him and all that sort of stuff, you know, happy. It, it would have been a nice way to end it because as we know now, you know, the two Dustin fights, were a mistake. They just underestimated Dustin completely. He was a completely different fighter and they did not do their due diligence on him at all and kind of paid for that. But like I've always said, I will always give him his flowers. He played a big part in the expansion of the UFC as we know it today. And really there'll, there'll never be another one like him. I don't think we'll ever see a run like that again. Um, and I'm glad I got to witness uh, at least some of it. Um, and anyway, it was a good movie nonetheless. It was a good watch. Um, it was good to look back on all that stuff. But um, anyway, guys, um, that was, and this is the official end of the podcast now. I'm doing it twice. That was UFC 293. Um, of course, wish it, it could have been more stacked. I, of course, wish it could have had, you know, more Aussie fighters on it, you know, as they said, their first UFC show in Sydney since 2017, which I got led to believe they were banned in Sydney. So I don't know, maybe they were banned in Sydney and, you know, after that show and they got unbanned, I don't know. Um, but it, yeah, wish it could have been more stacked, but it is what it is. Like I said, we haven't had events since 2019 and now we're getting two in one year, so... We should probably just take what we can get. But anyway, guys, um, hope you enjoy it. Nonetheless, um, I certainly will. It is going to be a good weekend. Um, you know, whether you're there, you're lucky enough to be there in that atmosphere, or you're watching it at a pub, like I probably will be watching it um, at my local. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoy it. And up until the next one, catches.